0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Brainstorming to Book Sales podcast. I'm Shannon Whittington, and I'm an author coach, a publisher, an author, a speaker, all that fun stuff that everybody claims to be these days. I'm doing it all. And on my podcast, we like to talk with people that either want to write a book or have already published and learn more about the story behind their stories. And today we have Marisa Brown on with us. She has not yet published, but she's wanted to write a book, and so we're going to talk with Marisa and find out why she hasn't written and see if maybe we can't help motivate her to finally get that book out. Marisa, thank you for joining us.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for inviting me.
0: You bet. So tell me a little bit. Well, first, just tell me a little bit about you.
1: Okay, let's see. I am a mom of three, first and foremost. I have three wonderful children. I recently started my Traverse into Entrepreneurism by my past experience and trying to find a different way to do things with three children and be uh, happy <laughs> and also, you know, make money. Uh, Prior to that, I was a wildland firefighter uh, for five years, and I'm still certified as an engine boss. Um, a series of just life events led me pretty much to where I am right now. So that's kind of that's kind of where I want to go with the book eventually. So
0: that's incredible. So you were a firefighter.
1: I was a wildland firefighter. I'm still certified, um, and I can run an engine. So, and that's at some some point another. Uh, business venture for me as well. So.
0: (laughs) That's exciting. You don't hear that. I mean, stereotypically, you don't hear that very often (laughs) from women, right? So that's.
1: That's right.
0: That's really awesome. So did you have to go through all the trainings, hauling hoses up flights of stairs and all that fun stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, Wildland is a little bit different, but we definitely had to go through all the training and I've been through A lot of training for that, so especially as a leader. So, yeah,
0: well, that's awesome. So, is that when you say wildland, is that like forest fires? Is that am I understanding that right?
1: Yes, that's forest fires, and then it's also like the urban interface, so where forest fires meet with populated areas.
0: Interesting. I guess it never occurred to me that there were like different types of firefighters. Never, I just figured they like pulled from stations and were like, okay, everybody, let's go do this. So that's kind of interesting to learn that
1: they do. I mean, they do do that when there's large incidents, but um, wildland and traditional firefighting is just such a different beast. That when they started doing wildland firefighting, which was years and years ago, they realized that the two weren't the same that way the way people were trained were differently were different and so if there's really been a separation of the two however a lot of people that do traditional firefighting are also well than firefighters so
0: interesting well oh. thanks for keeping our trees safe <laughs>
1: you're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> put yourself out there oh my gosh <laughs> it's not easy work that is labor intensive work so that is That's a very interesting fact to learn about you.
1: That's right. Especially considering what I do right now. You know, a lot of people have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: we have spoken, obviously you and I have spoken before about what you're currently doing. So we go wildland firefighter to marketing extraordinaire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With a degree in psychology. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) can you see why i want to write a book now
0: (laughs) it's so your book what would it be about i mean that's such a span of i have fought fires in the forest and i help people market their brand and oh by the way i can read your mind so what is what's your book going to be about
1: well you know, I always wanted to write a book when I was younger. I, writing was always like something that I was really into. I kept journals. I wrote, I did, you know, the high school teenager thing writing poetry. And I just always loved like the expressiveness behind it. And the older I got, the more experiences I've gone through, the more I'm like, you know what, I'd really like to share this with not just people, but, you know, especially women. And talk about how certain things can mold and shape who you are, but at the same time, the tough stuff, the things that we don't talk about, the things that we need to do to help us become better people, um, like self self-conf- self-confidence. I think women, you know, there's a lot of coaches and there's a lot of books that want to do that these days, but more than just being like a manual talking about a story about yourself, so that people can identify with it and go, you know what, I've been there, and I understand that. You know, I I went through a really rough divorce, and I was pretty much at the the bottom barrel of life that you could be at, and I had to completely reinvent myself, and that's where um, boxing and wildland firefighting and everything came into play. For Wait a minute, a t- now you're a boxer too. That well, that's how I met my one of <laughs> my client. He was my coach, and so well, not met him. I've known him for years, but he was my coach, and I. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of things, but the idea is really about being self-aware mm-hmm. and discovering who we are to be better people in our lives, and that geared more towards women because I think women are the ones that tend to hold it down we We keep ourselves down, you know? So
0: we do. And there's a lot of, as you know, a lot of psychology behind that. Mm -hmm. It it goes, it goes deep into our like prehistoric muscle memory um, (laughs) as to why a lot of women do that type of stuff to themselves. So that would be a really, uh, but I like about it. And this is something I talk to my clients about a lot is you're right. There's a lot of coaches out there. A lot of people who are going to say, this is what you need to do. Here's your path. Here's whatever to reinvent you and be a strong woman and empower yourself. Like all those buzzwords, right? Mm -hmm. But your story, Marisa's story is going to resonate with very particular people in a way that no other coach is going to be able to reach them. And so that makes your story so uniquely important. You're not just bullet pointing, here's what you need to do. And I'm going to make you this strong, empowered woman. It's not just that. It's here's me. I'm raw. I'm authentic. I'm going to share with you exactly who I am, what I've experienced, what I've came from, and how I rebuilt because that's what is missing a lot. Anybody can sit, I can sit there and tell you, here's what you need to do for your book. You need to get an outline. You need to break that outline down. You need to write in small chunks to keep going. Like I can tell you everything to do. But if I don't tell you how to do those things, you're still, it's going to feel great in the moment. And you'll be like, I can do this, right? But if I don't tell oh, you how, then by the next day, that fire that was just huh, fire that was just burning under you, it, it fizzles. Absolutely. And so to have somebody share their story that includes that how piece is so and, vital.
1: Right. And I think that sometimes the how is the hardest part because it's the part where you have to go can I do this? And that's like you say, people go, no, I'm not going to do it the next day. Cause it's hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's hard to figure out who you are and it's hard to figure out your life. And that's the piece that I want to help people with because I mean, I've been there, but also because I know that that's something that we seem to miss in our society. We want everything to be fast and it's not. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I know for me personally, finding that self identity and being confident in that is something I have always struggled with because I've always been a mom, a wife Um, you know, I've I've taken on those titles and embraced them so strongly that I forget to embrace Shannon. So like you can, it's really easy to lose that self identity and, take on those labels and so reinventing yourself it sounds fantastic (laughs) (laughs) but how so I love that that that's kind of the direction you want to go um very needed it's very much needed and again it's in that voice that's going to resonate with the people who need to hear it from your voice so knowing what you want to write what has stopped you
1: uh, I could say time, you know, not having as much. If I had a time buzzer I'd like. button.
0: I'd hit it right now.
1: I, kn- I know you would. I was <laughs> I was about to say why <laughs> that was. I could say I could say time, but the real reason that has has stopped me and has made me rethink it now has been fear. Um, and I and you know fear is obviously the reason for most of why we don't do things. But, mm-hmm. um, fear that I wouldn't write it good enough that it wouldn't be good enough because i like to call myself now a semi-reformed perfectionist <laughs> and when i say semi-reformed i mean that i'm still in the process of learning to be okay not always doing everything or doing everything exactly correct and perfect so which has led to a lot of things in my life now i'm at, in in such a different place which is amazing and I'm, the, I guess, trying to figure out and, and be my most authentic, genuine self. And so many doors, it's so crazy, so many doors have opened for me now that I'm just embracing myself and comfortable with who I am, that I'm revisiting some things that I, that I sort of, you know, pushed away or put in a, blocked away in a little closet, like writing a book. Because I'm like, you know what? I've started embracing myself so why can't I revisit some of my previous fears?
0: Absolutely. And when you talk about being afraid of the imperfection, what part are you worried will be imperfect?
1: Oh gosh, just, you know, writing in general, is this going to is this going to sound good enough to people? Are they going to be excited when they read it? Will they like? Will they like me? There's one mm. of my there's one of my things if we're going to dig deep. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, what if I told you that everybody's not going to like you no matter how perfect you think it is?
1: And you know what? I have definitely realized that. And it bothers (laughs) me. It bothers me less and less the more I know who I am.
0: So there are going to be people who are going to buy your book. They're going to read the first page. They're going to put it down. They're never going to look at it. And they're going to tell people it's awful. However, there's also going to be some woman in, in the throes of despair who reads your book and is so incredibly uplifted that you change her life which person matters more
1: obviously the throes of despair right and you know that's so true and you know what that what's even funnier about that is i uh this is just a side note and it totally reminded me of what we're talking about right now, but I am a part of a women's entrepreneurs group and some woman had commented about something and I wrote something back to her that wasn't negative or rude, but it was kind of like why women are, you know, we get caught up in being judgmental of ourselves and other people. And I basically just kind of said, well, what is it that bothers you about that and why does that bother you? And some of the other women kind of commented back like, oh, well, that's just, it's disingenuous, and I think it's fake. And I'm like, I don't understand what all these comments are actually doing for you guys. Where is this, what resolution is this bringing? And so it was really funny because I wasn't upset about it, but the greatest thing about it was someone sent me a message, a, a personal message, and she was like, you know what, thank you so much for remaining graceful through that whole entire conversation and just showing that you don't you know you can have a difference of opinion without being rude she said every time they tried to say something negative and bring you down you just or you took it with grace and responded so nicely and I'm like see there's a reason sometimes even if you don't think that you should respond the reason you did is for that one person that took it and went you know what thank you so much so I guess you're right.
0: And when I coach, that is one thing that we do in the very beginning is we clearly, clearly define that one person that you're writing that book for because you have to be able to cancel out the noise because there's always going to be harsh critics. It could be your spouse. It could be your best friend. It could be your mom. It could be a complete stranger. There will always be a harsh critic. And in order to silence that, You have to be able to remember that one person who absolutely needs your story. And if you can keep that person at the front of your mind, then all that noise no longer matters. You'll still hear it. You'll still feel it, but it won't matter. It won't be enough to stop you because that one person needs you that badly.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I was really deeply listening to that because I. <laughs> abso- no, I absolutely agree with you.
0: Yeah, it's it's just one of those fear is so common, and you're right. I mean, the the fears there's so many, and of course they're all deeply personal. But that is one that comes out a lot. Is I'm afraid of what people are going to think. Who am I to write a book? Who am I to be an author? Who am I, you know?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> but
0: nobody was an author until they were like, let's, let's just put that out there. Yeah, John Grisham amen. wasn't an author until he was an author. I mean, that's just one of those, those things until you actually publish a book, write a book, you're not an author, right? So mm-hmm. as soon as you do, you are, and it doesn't matter. You just are. <laughs> because you have authored a book. So, that aspect of the perfectionism in there, as far as I don't know if I'll write it well, that fear can be countered with you're not doing it alone. You're going to write it, but then you're going to have someone who's going to edit it. Mm -hmm. You can have a team of people read it and give you feedback and then use that feedback as you see fit. Uh, There's a lot of different ways. To work around that fear so that when you do finally decide to publish the work, it's the very best you feel it can be. And you'll have help. It's definitely not something that you have to do all on your own. So you write it, you share your story, you get it done, and then it's reviewed, you get feedback, it's edited, it's edited again, and you get to make changes along the way and get it as close to perfect in your opinion (laughs) as it can be and then you got to go and you just have to run with it and you've got to take that leap of faith and hit that button and get it published and it'll feel so damn scary <laughs> I, I'm not right. even
1: joking. oh no I, I don't disagree with you I know and how then it'll be so everything.
0: exhilarating though and you'll have it you'll get that book in your hands and you'll you'll see your book cover and you'll be holding it and you'll be able to flip through the pages and the sense of accomplishment that will come with that is indescribable until you've done it
1: well we're teetering on the on the the brink of me doing it because i i don't think that i would have necessarily accepted the invitation or even put myself out there to do this if this wasn't already a thought that i was not even a thought like the the more you reach out to something the more you're like crossing the line of doing something i'm kind of one of those people once i start to feel something out and then i start to feel it i just i just do it <laughs> yeah so <laughs> well and the signs anyway, are
0: pointing that way so you and I have we've never met. Nope. <laughs> We're we got connected I believe through one of those groups.
1: Mhm.
0: And it was I believe like you looking for help with your client whatever you know and mm-hmm. a mutual mm-hmm. friend connected us. Yep. And now here we are and it turns out I help people get their books written and published and you're thinking about doing a book. Like people are getting put in your space to help make it happen for you.
1: That's right. So there's it's no like
0: more. Hello, you're supposed to be doing this.
1: <laughs> I was going to say what, what don't, uh, uh, I think it's even Tony Robbins and a couple of the other ones they talk about. There's no coincidence. There's always opportunity or there's, you know, it's the law of attraction. These are the things that are supposed to happen. So, yes.
0: so hopefully you'll be able to recognize your fears for what they are and kind of work through that and see what the answers are on the other side. Get to a point where you're okay knowing that there are going to be people who harshly criticize and don't even like what you have to say. There are going to be people who don't like the way you write. But what's important is there's also going to be people who absolutely adore it and are so helped by what you have to say. And they're the ones who
1: matter. That's true. And I think that it's easier for me to talk about doing this since I did start my own business and realize that only certain people that were you thought were close to you are actually supportive and other people aren't. And when uh-huh. you realize that those are people that were supposed to be supportive of you and you can still do it without their support, it starts to get easier to embrace other things. Because you realize that there are other people that still do support you. So you can accept whether or not people do or don't. And I think that's, that was my, that might have been the reason that I would have stopped doing this however long ago. Now it's a true possibility because I'm like, you know what? I don't need to have their support to do something because there's other people that will benefit from this regardless.
0: You don't need their support. You don't need their approval. You don't need their permission exactly I mean talk about (laughs) empowerment
1: right you don't need that so (laughs) well you know if I can wear rock purple hair and and love it and not worry about what other people think I guess I can do other things (laughs) (laughs) this is true spoiler alert when people see the photo then they'll understand
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how do you feel moving forward with the idea of writing a book Now that we've kind of talked, you've put your fears out there for the world. You've done your first podcast interview. You've put out on social media that you're doing the podcast. You didn't say why or what it was about. I didn't
1: say why. I didn't. And now it leaves opportunity. I I do. I could. Um, I kind of wanted to wait until after I did it to be able to explain it better um, so that I could see what surfaced for myself you know, emotionally. And I've realized that everything that I've done lately has been good, but has resonated emotionally. Um, Even right now, I feel kind of emotional talking about this, not in a negative way, just in a way that I'm like surprised by, I guess, sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, I do know.
1: (laughs) You're like, I talk to other people about this.
0: Well, and I go through it too. So, I mean, I think that's just part of being an emotional creature.
1: and it's
0: curse and a blessing right yep Um, but let it let it be emotional and sometimes that can also help us drive harder when we use those emotions for our benefit so as far as the fears go that have stopped you I just want to let you know that I'm here for you and if you decide to write and you just need those little pushes along the way. If a fear pops up, you are more than welcome to reach out to me and I'll walk you through that so that you can keep going because I don't, there should never be a fear that stops you from sharing your story. Your story is so incredibly important. And even if it's not necessarily for somebody else, which it is, but even if it weren't, it's so important for you to share it just for you so i'm I'm always here to help you through those moments because they will come,
1: oh yeah, they okay. will I, come <laughs> and, I, I'm certain of it, and I am one hundred percent advocate for other people helping, like having coaches and things like that. I think that they're so necessary. I don't even think people realize that. <laughs> well, I am here
0: for you, and like I said, any time that you hit that roadblock and you just start having that negative self talk and get all that trash swarming around in your head, shoot me a, shoot me a message and, and I'll help walk you through it so that you can press on and get that book done.
1: Uh, absolutely. And I appreciate things, that.
0: Any other questions, any other things that are kind of standing in your way?
1: Maybe just a little bit structurally as well, like how I would start it and where I would want it to end, but Those are also things that once you start writing, I think sometimes can be moved around.
0: They can. Uh, One of the easiest ways is to fill out an outline. Um, I actually have a template that I'm happy to share with you that can kind of help you break that down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have your email address. I'll shoot that over to you. Thank you. And it'll help break that down for you. And it breaks it down into really small pieces that makes the writing very manageable also. And it actually uses an Excel spreadsheet. So it's very easy to move stuff around and keep track of what you've written and what you haven't and all of that fun stuff. So I will get that over to you just to kind of help with that organizational aspect of it.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's like you try to remember all the things that you've written and go, okay, this is the right way. This is the way you're supposed to do it. But then it just doesn't necessarily make sense. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, and you want that to flow. And that's where mm-hmm. some of the review readers can help you too. They'll be like, uh, chapter five sounds like the end of the book. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it could kind of help you know how things are flowing and what you may want to reorganize. But yes, having that outline can certainly help guide you through that and see where you might want to move some things around.
1: Well, thank you. I do. I definitely appreciate it.
0: Well, Marisa, I appreciate you being willing to come on and talk about all of this. It's not always easy to do and to put yourself out there. So I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I mean, if there's anything else I can do to help you along the way, please reach out and let me know. I will do so. Good luck on writing your book and becoming a published author.
1: (laughs) Thank you. See, now that we've talked about it, I I have to start it.
0: I'll be watching. (laughs) I
1: know. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, you have a fantastic rest of your day and we will definitely talk again soon.
1: Thank you, Shannon.